Encryption is meant to protect information so that when it falls into the wrong hands, it is unusable. But what happens when your private keys get compromised? From what we understand, an encryption technology is only as good as its weakest link. In this case, your private key becomes one of the weakest links. Consider that if someone gets their hands on your keys, then they'll be able to decipher the sensitive information that you intended to keep safe and secure. Thus, cryptography keys are one of the most crucial assets that any company has with the value of the key being equal to that of your most vital data. In today's podcast for Future CIO, we are joined by Niels Gerhardt, Chief Technology Officer for Ultimaco, who will walk us through some of the latest trends in key management systems. Niels, welcome to Podcast for Future CIO. Thank you very much, Ellen. I'm very happy to be here today. Let's talk about key management systems. What exactly are they and why do we need them? So you can actually picture a password manager that you use today. And the password manager stores all sorts of different passwords, recommends that you're not using the same on different platforms, for instance. You might have different lengths, certain uh, expiration dates for passwords. And a key manager is essentially the same. It's doing that for keys. Um, you have all sorts of keys in, in the company to manage of different lengths uh, for different cryptographic algorithms. And that's what the key manager does. Keys are actually used, as you said before, uh, to encrypt data, for instance keep it confidential, but also uh, in parts to protect the integrity or also um, they're used for authentication. So, and, and they are all around in your business. Technology advances almost constantly these days. What would you say is or are the most significant advancements when it comes to key management systems over the last few years or so? That's a very good question. I, I think that a lot of has changed with uh, going to the cloud. Normally or predominantly, you, you saw that uh, key management was a local thing, was uh, basically on-premise. And, and now that we actually see the cloud evolving, companies uh, migrating to the cloud, you have a much bigger need for encrypting your data and keeping your data secure. How would you say are the conditions, whether it's business or operating model, that would warrant an organization to have in place a key management system? So there are, there are different ways on how you can uh, use key management, of course, but I would normally recommend for most companies uh, central installation. That actually gives the security team the full control and uh, the possibility to manage uh, the keys across the company. And you normally don't have so many experts uh, of doing that. Uh, but you have some exceptions. So in some cases, you might have um, different applications. So at uh, on one end, you want to store your data encrypted uh, in the company at rest when it is stored somewhere. And then on the other hand, you may actually want the data for financial transactions to be secured. And that's a different kind of key management system. And so you might actually there consider to have different key management systems in place, uh, operated potentially even by different teams. You mentioned the word centralized, so naturally there should be a decentralized version of that one as well. In your experience around the region, is there a predominant trend to pick one area over the other, and particularly now that a lot more organizations are moving their infrastructure over to the cloud, I mean workloads over to the cloud. Yes, but still, I mean, the management of the keys is predominantly uh, centralized, uh, and that includes also uh, then the management of the keys that you use for the cloud, so mm -hmm. that you have a single pane of glass, essentially, uh, for everything that you do around the key management. What sort of expertise or experience do you need or even characteristic of a person that you would assign responsibility for this uh, centralized control of key management? 
I would normally see that in the chief security officer's team. Yeah. So um, anyone that is actually an expert in security uh, could take on that task uh, of, of the key management. But it should be an expert because there's a lot of things uh, to get right uh, and, and make sure that you're not falling into any pitfalls. I mean, mm -hmm. systems have evolved. Uh, they're much more easy to configure nowadays. They have a lot of integrations that uh, that they bring along automatically. So you, you can actually work with the business applications um, that you're using. But uh, still, it's good to have a security experts that, that work with the system. In the digital economy, uh, where many business initiatives are reliant on software technology, why do we need a hardware-based solution such as HSM? For me, this is a little bit like um, if you close your door at home, then you normally also lock the door. And this is a kind of the same thing. So you, you might have an entry level of security um, that you can achieve with software, but hardware is providing you a completely different level. So if you if you look at keys, for instance, and if the keys are stored in a hardware security module, mm -hmm. then you can actually rely on a certified technology. So the certification is provided, for instance, by NIST, but also by other organizations. Mm -hmm. uh, in Singapore, we talk about uh, Knights. Uh, as a certification and this is something that actually proves to you that there is a number of defenses that keeps your keys secure that the device is for instance uh, temper reactive um, so it can in in case someone is trying to break into that device delete the key material and still protect your data and this is really better protection than having these keys stored in software because uh, in the nature is that uh, people try to find a way to penetrate that and, and potentially retrieve your key so there are um, perhaps two other other ways to keep uh, keys secure, I think this is um, maybe interesting um, to also understand. So keys can actually be spread out over different people. Um, so you only know a share and only we together can actually decrypt the data as an example. So that, that's another way of, uh, of holding a key. Or if you encrypt it under a so-called key encrypting encryption key, um, that is something that you can also do. But uh, in, the, in essence, you always have uh, the hardware that is protecting your key, your root of trust. How does one decide whether, as an organization, hey, we want to implement a key management solution, how do we decide which approach would be best for us and if there are any guidelines you can use for or CISOs and CIOs to consider? I mean, you, you, you've mentioned it. It's basically a combination of hardware and software. And the firmware that you run on the device, which is essentially a software that is hardware near and that controls uh, the device itself, that keeps your, your key secure, that is something that you can update if you need to. If there is, for instance, uh, a certain new functionality that you want to add. For instance, in case uh, a cryptographic algorithm is changing, you have a possibility using um, crypto agility uh, to update uh, these technologies going forward. And this is something that... Uh, you can do as, as in a regular computer system, but still this um, keeps uh, the hardware in place and keeps your keys secure and still gives you the benefit of, uh, of updates and, and evolving your system over the time. So we have customers that use these systems for five years, six years and longer and, and then just update them uh, in, in the field and um, in a secure way, of course. Some people I've spoken to said that quantum technology is going to alter the way security is uh, being deployed. In fact, somebody said that if somebody were to launch quantum computing tomorrow, all of the security measures that we've put in place in the past will be deemed not as secure as we'd like them to be. Could you say that's just a, a way to scare people into thinking about the possibilities of quantum computing? Or is that a real trend that eventually, someday, certainly maybe not in the next couple of years or so, but somewhere down in the future when quantum computing becomes a little bit more affordable for a lot of organizations that becomes a reality at least as it relates to securing our keys cryptographically 
Um, so this is a very good question. I mean, if, if you read um, what the, the national security bodies publish, then you could potentially assume that a quantum computer is able to break cryptography by 2030. This is not necessarily a given that it will be exactly 2030, but this is basically where the risk will be high. And that's the time where you should actually be ready to use cryptography that is quantum computer safe. Now, the important thing is, and why you need to act today, is that you have a possibility to store encrypted data today and then decrypt later. And so you have to, as, as a company, as, as um, a CISO in a company, for instance, it would be really great to start a, a project assessing what sort of encryption and for how long do you need. Right? You have different types of data. There may be data that only needs to be secured for a year, but there may be other data that needs to be secured for five years, 10 years, or 15 years. And that's uh, both for uh, encryption and confidentiality, as well as for digital signature and, and contracts you may conclude. And this is something when, when you have actually done that exercise, then you will see that you don't have so much time anymore to actually deploy uh, PQC uh, technology, because it will take time uh, to adjust all your internal processes and, and to get this into the company. And again, this is uh, coming back to the to the topic also of uh, hardware that supports um, post-quantum uh, cryptography. That is something that uh, hardware security modules, of course, are also designed for, for doing. And, and a good uh, key management system allows you to update in the future and mm -hmm. provide that crypto agility that you will need. Niels, thank you for joining us on Podchats for Future CIO. Alan, it was a pleasure. Thank you. That was Niels Gerdhardt, Chief Technology Officer at Ultimaco, on the topic of securing data with key management systems. You are listening in the podcast for future CIO. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel, simply email us at editors at society.com. We'd also like to invite you to sign up for a free weekly newsletter, so you won't miss an episode of Podcasts for Future CIO. In the meantime, stay safe, have a great day, and see you on the next episode of Podcasts for Future CIO. Bye for now.